It's good to be in God's house today, man. Um, I do desire your prayers today as we try to speak for just a little bit this morning. Turn with me, if you will, to, I'm going to go to Mark's Gospel for just a moment, the 11th chapter, read maybe one verse of Scripture, and really not use the, the whole story there for the subject I'd like to speak about this morning, maybe, but we need, I needed that verse there maybe to help me out. Luke, the 11th chapter. Remember all the things that's coming up. It's uh, look, getting busy time of the year. The year's be gone here before you know it. And we're closer to heaven than we've ever been. I hope you are. <laughs> yeah, man. We live in a time today, and uh, I know this is just common. A lot of this common sense. You know, we, man, we need to know the truth today. You know, it's amazing today. You know. If you go, you know, if you go in court, you know, if you, you know, witness or something, you know, if you get up on the stand and lie, you can get in trouble, right? I mean, if you take an oath and lie. But, you know, if a politician comes and lies to you, they're running for office. I mean, that's basically right. <laughs> you know, we've got this thing changed around a lot, but we need to know the truth today. Very much so. And I want to focus, and I, want, I hope you young people will listen to me this morning a little bit. This, a lot of this may be for y'all too, I hope for everybody, but I you know, I never maybe say a whole lot about the youth, but I'm so thankful for the youth that we have here. And Wednesday night, it's just, uh, I was thinking about this week, you know, and all the kids that show up here on Wednesday night, and uh, you get to think about how many kids we have here, you know, you get to think about it, I man, they can change this whole community if they know what the truth is. You get thinking about the truth very much so. But we have choices in life. We have a choice. And I want, I want to read this scripture to you this morning. It's in Luke, the 11th chapter. And this is right in the middle of a situation. I'm not going, I just want to read the fourth verse. And this was when Christ told him to go find a colt. And I think that he said, where you find him at, loose him and bring him to him. And <clears throat> the Bible says, you know, the, as they went... In the fourth chapter, the eleventh chapter, in the fourth verse, is then they went their way and found the coat tied by the door, without in a place where two ways met, and they loose him. And I want to use this morning I mean, for a subject today. It says, you know, he said they found a place without a, a place where two ways met. And to me, that remind you know, kind of to me, I think of an intersection, or think of two different ways. The Bible says, you know, there's not but one way to heaven. And the Bible says, you know, it tells us about, you know, there's just two ways in life, the right way and the wrong way, very much so. And I want to focus this morning, you know, to y'all and maybe to a lot of the young people today, choices that we have to make in life and how real and how important they are. And how real and important it is to know what the truth is, very much so this morning. If we don't know what the truth is, then we can get in trouble. We and uh, I, I, do, I say I desire your prayers this morning very much. So I, I, you know, look today across, you know, and as I'm getting older, you know, a lot of, getting a lot older, and um, I look around, you know, I just use my grandkids for instance, you know, I see them raising up and they grow. It seemed like overnight they went from babies to, you know, the oldest and about nine year olds now, I guess, and then you know, now I'm gonna turn around, they'll be graduating before you know it. 
That's how fast times goes. And I use them, I think, I think of them, I think, you know what, you know, the choices that they're going to have to make in life. And I look at people today, young people today, they make some bad choices. Then they got to serve, serve the consequences of it for, for a while. And I know God's forgiven. Amen. He's full of grace and full of mercy. I know people can change very much so. But we live in such a fast-paced world today, we forget today to teach our children what's right and what's wrong. I don't know if anybody agrees with me or not. We're letting our TVs raise them today and our phones because we're too busy today with our jobs. We're too busy. A 40-year-old man is still too busy trying to live his youth. Amen. And we forget the responsibility what it is to be a mom or be a dad. I was yesterday, I was equipment, I was stopped at the station. I went in and this young lady is working there. She was on the woods. There's one more guy in there but me. Then I was waiting to check out and she was on the phone. I tell it wasn't a great conversation. And she hung the phone up and she told that guy in front of, in front of me, she said, I'm sorry, you know. And I could tell it wasn't, you know, something was, you know, wasn't great. And then he lived and I got checked up and all of a sudden she just stopped for a moment and her hands were just shaking like that. And she said, I've never been threatened before. I don't know what the conversation was on the phone. It's called the part of it. And I said, can I do anything? All right, I, just, I didn't know what to do. Then she started crying a little bit and she said, I'll be all right. She said, I don't know whether to call the law or what to do. First time I've been threatened. And the only thing I told her, I said, you know, if I was been threatened, I would, you know, I'd call the law as me, but, you know. And it's just a young, probably person that was 20-something year old, and I don't know the story, but I just wonder what choices that they've made or to get down this place, maybe where she was at, I don't know. I talked to another lady last night, she used to work on a sick go, you know, and you know, the older you get, you know, sometimes you get up in the morning, you go to the liar's table. Everybody do that. And you sit around this young lady, she'd been working there for a pretty good time. And so I thought it was great work. And I felt sorry for her. I could tell she probably had a kind of rough life, young lady. And I seen her last night at another place at a restaurant we was eating at up there. And I said something to her. She's working down there. She said, no. I said, her, um, I think her ex-husband was trying to take her kids away from her and said that her boss told her she had too much on her place. In other words, she probably fired her, but she was trying to work. And when my wife told her to keep on working hard. And you wonder, you know, you, you look at this and you say, well, you know, you know what this world, you know, we, that ain't uh, down the road somewhere. That's right here where we live at. And we just begin to wonder, you know, and what, what choices they make. If they don't know the truth, Brother Aaron. See, Christ told them, he said, you're going to find a coat tied up where two ways meet. Amen. When you loose him, don't go the other way, bring him to me. 
That's a choice. When, when he told them to go do that, he didn't uh, put them in a robot mood in their mind, uh, you know, and say, you know, and they went and done this. They come back because he told them to. Today we got to realize that if we got to do what this word of God says, if we want to, want to, we want to be happy. And I know there's times, you know, there's times we make mistakes and all this, and God is full of mercy and full of grace, and I'm so thankful for that. Amen. Sometimes we've got to come back a road, and, you know, you take a detour, you know, and sometimes, you know, this ain't working for me. I'm going to come back and get back on the main road. Sometimes, you know, we think, you know, this is the difference, this is the best way, but sometimes it's not. We today, you know, in, in a world today, we are, there are, there are young people today, and I think about it quite a bit, we're trying to, the world is trying to program them that this is the right way, and, but they're not telling the truth. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? It's funny to me, you know, and I, yeah, y'all just take it. I mean, y'all probably get mad at me after a while or not. Man, at me after a while, I don't know, but it's funny to me, you know, and everything going on there, and they said the government, you know, the government's trying to control their lives, and I got to part that, and the government ain't going to tell me what to do. You ever heard anybody say that? But they don't care to get a government check. I mean, for government to help them, don't, don't, please don't take me wrong in this way. I'm just saying some of this stuff don't make sense. Our constitution today was made for us to be free and all the words in it, you know, but it wasn't made for us to be lazy and not do what the word of God tells us to do. Amen. me, church, come on. Amen. The Bible says we're supposed to work and all this and do that. We're supposed to be the head of the family and all this and that. Now, you know, you turn around and you got, you got teenagers telling their moms and dads what to do. Amen. I could imagine, Brother Lester, if I went to my dad and said, let me tell you what to do. Huh? But now we don't think it's nothing wrong with that. Amen. We turned it around. We're two ways met. We went the wrong road. And now we got teenagers today that is committing suicide. We got teenagers today that is hooked on drugs. We got teenagers today that's hooked on alcohol because their life is such a mess today because they had taken the wrong road. They got no, you know, they got nobody to teach them what's going on, teach them what's doing this. That is reason today I believe God has provided us today with the talent that we have here. You get to think about talk to somebody this week. I said it is amazing today that God. God has provided for us here at this Oak Grove Church community with the facilities that he's doing. We got this building back here. Get to think about it for just a moment, church. We have spent probably over $160,000 on that building so far. I don't know exact amount, but it's been that much probably. We don't owe a penny for it. God is up to something. So we are to say, listen, God has put us in this crossroads here for a reason. This building needs something to turn back and look at and say, boy, Oh, it's amazing. It's for us to use to, re to bring the people to God and raise them. Our children here needs to know what the word of God is. Amen. Think about it. When you see somebody, like a couple of people I've seen yesterday, my heart broke for them. I don't know the story behind it. 
And I look at people today and I say, what kind of life that they're having to live because they went their own way. But we got to stand up and say, listen, there is hope today. There is hope today when somebody takes the wrong road. It's time for us as a church to stand up and say, listen, there is a way today and it is God's way today. Young people today, let me tell you something. Sin will take you further than you ever want to go. And the Bible says the end of sin, the wages is what? It is death. Peter stood one day, and you've heard me preach this message probably many times. Peter was a person that was close to God, but he got around the wrong people, and his mind began to change. His throat a thought process began to change. He told me, did he know who Jesus was? In a few hours before that, he told Jesus, he said, I'll lay my life down for you. I'll do this and that. But he got around the wrong crowd of people. Young people realized today, it is very important who you run around with today. Why? Because they could, if they don't know Jesus Christ, they could change the way you think. They could change the way you answer questions today. But let me tell you, there is one God. There is one Jesus. Jesus Christ. He is the way. He is the truth today. We as students of God, we are Christians today. We're supposed to be responsible. We are supposed today to proclaim the word of God. We're supposed to teach the word of God. And mainly we're supposed to walk the word of God. Amen. I heard a preacher this morning say, you know what I'm saying? He said one guy come to him last week. A big church, big church with John Hagee who it was. He said, you know, the church is a fool today. And John Hagin says, full of what? <laughs> People are, you know, they're packing churches today. But they ain't what they're teaching. Come on. Amen. We get to churches today that believe homosexuality is fine. Come on. They're doing the weddings today inside the church in God's house. I said, I don't know what they call God's house. Come on. According to what the Word of God says, it's abomination. They're killing, you know, and they said, you know, and they, today, you know, they want to pass out birth controls. They're all over killing today. What's that telling them? Well, do it, be fine. That's not what the Word of God says. It's not what the Word of God says. That's the reason why today you got so many young people today that's trying to raise kids. That's the reason why today you got grandparents raising their own kids, own great grandkids. Why? Because they ain't got a mom and dad and they're responsible to raise what they brought into this world. Don't shut me down. And if you get a kid in here, we got to take care of them. You don't abort them. Come on. You don't throw them away. responsibility come on Amen. my father-in-law I don't know he may be some of your memory big Jim Grant he had his own ways <laughs> I think me and Vicky didn't go after y'all may heard me tell this story I don't know we didn't had been going together probably three months or so she says you want to marry me or I said I want to marry her <laughs> amen <laughs> I think in March we met, and I think in June we decided to get married. I mean, it wasn't long. We've been going 40-something years. I guess it worked out. Amen? Amen. 
And one day, we was fishing just every side of the toe, and we get married. When my father in law we went fishing down on Big Creek towards Wilbur one day. And I, I mean, I'm just, you know, I was, had long hair, you know, I don't think he probably thought a lot of me then much, but, you know, and we sitting on fish bank, or bank fishing. I was sitting down, just sitting there in the grass fishing. He was sitting probably, I don't know, probably halfway across this, uh, down the aisle from me, fishing there and got talking. I was catching, he was catching a little perch, you know, about that long. I just chucked them back just fast as I could catch them. First thing he said to me, he said, son, I'd keep a few of them if I was you. In other words, he wouldn't eat them. And we're sitting there just out of the blue. And it's, you know, Jim's wife and my mother-in-law was named Dolly. He said, me and Dolly was married 11 months before Faye was born. He was trying to get a point across. You'll get it here in a minute. I didn't know what he meant. I thought, well, good. Because <laughs> we just been going to get about three months till I get married, so that just wasn't, you know, really common then, you know, and I guess everybody's thinking what they're thinking. And he told, you know, he told his girl, he said, I'd rather, take you, he said, I'd rather put you in the grave if you come home pregnant. Out of marriage is what, is what he told. He was just that way, right? Yep. And he meant it. If I knew Jim like I did a little later, I could have had fun. <laughs> I'd probably still been down Big Creek somewhere. <laughs> I could have said, Jim, it don't take there that long now. You know, you know that. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't know what he was talking about for a while. I said, I don't know why I got on that. But I'm just saying this today. We've got to know what the truth is. We've got to know what the truth is. And young people today, you know, the Bible says, you know, the pleasure of sin, you know, this and that. But in the end, it's not great. It's not good. It's not good. You see, people today get, get, get hooked on drugs and all this stuff here, and they cannot hardly ever beat it. Statistics-wise, they don't say very many, few percent ever, ever gets older. Unless I get, I'm not talking God can change it overnight. I know that. He can change the snap of the finger. But percentage-wise, odds ain't great. That's the reason why we need to know Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And you young people today here, just, just don't let people make fun of you for being Christian. Let them make fun of you. You know, just stand on the Word of God. Amen. Jesus Christ hung on the cross that day. He loved you so much. He just kept his mouth shut. He said, I'm taking this for you. I'm doing this for you. Why? Because I love you. He got to a point one day, Brother Mike, he said, you know, he said, Father, forgive them. You know, they've lost their mind. I put this in my own version. They don't have a clue what they're doing. But I'm making a choice for them. I'm making a way for them. Where two ways meet. He said, loosen his coat and bring him to me. So I'm going to close in some of this stuff here. What role are we taking? Amen. I'm going to go just a little bit further. I think a lot of us today is, I'm going to say Christian church people today, they're trying to use two roads. Come on. Amen. We're trying to take the road to church on Sundays and we get off of it and take a detour during the week. Come on. Amen. We just, we don't... 
Our children need us every day. Amen. You know what? I don't, I don't know how long time ago on. You look at the things and the Bible says, you think, man, I don't know how much go much longer. I don't know. I don't know. But I know I'm going to a better place. If you've been born again, I'm going to a better place. But time goes on 40, 50 years from now. I hope there's somebody that has to sit in this pulpit and say, hey, old pastor used to be here. He wasn't very smart, but he knew the word of God. Amen. He wasn't very educational. He didn't have a right. He said he spoke, spoke in Drasco English. But we are not what he done, but he proclaimed the word of God is what God done. Is what God done. Instead of 40 kids here on Wednesday night, maybe they're running 100 then. God is providing for us Amen. if we just take the right road. God provided this donkey for Christ to ride into Jerusalem that day. He said, go get this coat. No man's ever sat on it before. Loose him. But he said, bring him here. God has given us this word of God. God has given us this word of God. I'm going to use this. Maybe I always don't say all right. God has given us this word of God. Amen. But what are we doing with it? What are we doing with it? Come on. What are we doing? What are we doing with it? What are we doing with it? God told the disciples, go get that coat. And that coat served Christ well. But they take him the other way, it never would have done no good. Right? You can sit this in your house, sit on every coffee table you got, sit in your bed stand, put it on the kitchen table, put it in the kitchen or on the kitchen countertop, have them in every bedroom. But if you never use it, what's it gonna do? Amen. God provided us this. It's easy to get a Bible. Huh? What are we doing with it? I need to use mine a lot more than what I do. <laughs> this is it. I've had this for 28 years. It's about going to wear out. But the Word of God still stands. But it's only not what's in this word of God, it's what we use it, put it in our hearts, Amen. in our lives. Amen. So I'm going to challenge you today. Two ways you meet. We've got to choose the right way. We've got to choose the right way. If we don't, it's not great. Amen. You know, and I'll say this a couple more things. You know, I imagine you go down to prison and you can ask people here, and I asked people in the prison, and they said, you know, when I was a little child, I hope I ended up here. They probably wouldn't say that. You go ask a drug addict, said, you know, when I was a little child, you know, that's just what, just what I want to be risk my life, a drug addict. Probably wouldn't say that. Alcohol, you know, this is what I want to be. I want to be a drunker all my life. Probably wouldn't say that. 
must have took the wrong road and had never come back from it. There's still hope today in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So I want you young people to hear this. Be careful when you come to an intersection. Don't get on the wrong road. Don't get on the wrong road. I know you're young. You think you got a lot of time ahead of you. But one day you're going to turn around and look at the mirror and say, where did it go? Where did it go? But I'm so thankful. The time that I was raised in. I was raised by dad to whoop the far out of me. Unless you know what I'm talking about. I'm so thankful for it. Not because he abused me. He's trying to say, son, this is what gets you in trouble when you go down the wrong road. Amen. It's got you in trouble when you go down the wrong road. I don't want any of these children to go down the wrong road. It tore my heart out when I heard that lady at equipment just saying, I don't know, I don't have a clue who it was. I don't want to hear one of these kids ever say that. Because they went down the wrong road. Let's stand this morning. Where two ways, two ways met, Christ said, bring him here. And I want to just close it, and you may want to come pray. If you're at a crossroads today and don't know which way to go, go to Jesus this morning. Anybody needs to come and pray for any reason, we ask you to right now. Every head's bowed. If you want to step out right now, come on. Anybody that needs to come. Anybody at all? Anybody slip up their hand? Nobody's looking. I won't say, God bless you. Anybody else? God bless you. God bless them hands. God bless them hands. God bless you. God bless you. Father, today we just thank you for this time that you've given us today to be in your house. We thank you, Father, for your word, how important it is today, Father. Father, we pray today, Father, for those that lifted their hands today. You know what's in their hearts. You know what's on their minds today, Father. We pray, Father, I pray for those yesterday I heard speak yesterday, Father, that they was in trouble. I pray right now, Father, that there's a power of the Holy Spirit. We reach down and touch them wherever they may be, Father. You know the situation. You know what's the need is. I pray for young kids here today, Father, that when they come to an intersection, that they stay on the right path today. And that is the Word of God. I thank you for loving us. I thank you for your forgiveness. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. And Father, I pray, Father, you be with Brother Hans today as he's speaking today, Father. And Father, we just thank you for all you're doing for this church today, Father. Father, we just keep praying. We keep on proclaiming your word today, Father. And Father, we love you. Bring us back to the next appointed time. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.